All right, if we remain standing this morning for the reading of God's word, we're going to the book of Romans, chapter 13. Romans chapter 13 and beginning at verse 11. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting, in drunkenness, and not in chambering, in wantonness, not in strife, and envy. But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. And by the help of the Holy Ghost this morning, I want to I wanna take from verse 11, and I want to talk about, I want to talk about wake up, wake up. Um, you can be seated this morning in the house of the Lord. Here in um, the book of Romans, the Apostle Paul, he begins to, um, it begins to talk about the importance of knowing uh, the time, um, knowing um, that it is high time uh, to awake out of sleep. Uh, I believe that God needs to wake some of us up physically this morning. Help me, Lord, to shake off weariness. Help me to shake off slumber. Help me to Get my mind on what God wants to do this morning in my life and what he wants to uh, get across to me. Um, he begins to tell us that knowing the times, um, you'll find out that Jesus Christ in his, his earthly ministry as he is teaching, he is preaching, um, he is um, he's healing the sick, he's raising the dead. Um, you'll, you would you would think that in him doing all of these miracles and performing uh, the works that he was performing, you would think that would be enough uh, for people to be convinced and to uh, believe on what he was saying and what he was teaching and uh, to begin to accept what he was trying to do in their lives. But you'll find out in reading the scripture, you'll find out that there were those that they were contrary uh, to what Jesus was doing. Uh, they was contrary to what he was teaching, uh, what he was trying to establish in the hearts of many people. You know, the worst thing you can do is be contrary to the word of God. Um, because at the end of the day, nobody's going to be hurt but me. I'm going to be the only one that is hurt. I'm going to be the only one that is left out of God's plan uh, for my life. And so I don't want to be contrary to God's word. Um, there were those that were contrary to what Jesus uh, was doing and what he was teaching, what he was preaching. Um, the Bible says that in that those days were the religious leaders, the uh, Sadducees and the, 
the Pharisees and the scribes and the lawyers. And uh, one day they came to Jesus. And um, it's amazing the things that people can, can understand, the things that they can comprehend, things that they can interpret. But you'll find out that when it comes down to people knowing what they should know, they miss it completely. Um, these leaders, these, these religious leaders, they were um, in the law. Um, they knew it like nobody else did. Um, they had it all down packed. But you'll find out that when it came down for them to really know what they should know, they missed it completely. It flew over their heads. They didn't understand it. They didn't comprehend it. Um, and so one day they come to Jesus and they, they ask, they are seeking for a sign from heaven. They say, give us a sign. And Jesus begins to explain to them and begin to tell them that, you know, you are able to look up in the evening. You're able to look up at the sky and discern and begin to say that it's going to be a fair. It's going to be a fair day. Um, and he goes on and he says, he says, the sky is red and you say, it's going to be a fair day. But um, he says when um, in morning, he says that you look up at the sky and it's red and it's lowering. And you say that, in other words, it's going to be a bad day. It's, there's going to be a storm. It's, it's not going to be good today, uh, weather-wise. And because they could discern that, he said, you hypocrites. He said, you can look up in the sky, and you can discern the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. If there's anything that I want to be able to discern, if there's anything that I want to have knowledge of, and that I want to know, and that I want to understand, you know, it may, it, it's not important that if I don't understand everything that is being taught in this world or everything that is being established or I don't have the knowledge concerning uh, certain um, things in this life. You know, none of those things matter. Um, the, what I do want to know and what I do want to discern is the day and times that we're living in. I want to know, I want to be able to see the signs of the times and I want to be able to see the things that Jesus taught. And he said that these are the signs of my coming. I want to discern the times that we're living in. In case anybody didn't know, we're living in a perverse time right now. We're living in a wicked time right now. We're living in the times that Jesus Christ told his disciples about. And he said, these are the times that you ought to look for my coming. He began to tell them that there would be rumors of wars. Well, guess what? They're, the rumors are passed away. There are wars going on in the world that we're living in. Um, he began to tell them that famine would take place. Uh, there are a whole lot of places that are in famine. Um, you look in the, the city that we're living in today, there are people that are going without uh, the necessities that they need uh, to live and, and to be productive. People that are, are going out without food. People that are going without clothing. That are going without shelter. He said that there would be, he said that many would come and say, 
Here is, here is Christ, or he's coming back in the, this time. And how many nutcases have risen up throughout the years and said, Jesus is coming back such and such time. And guess what? He hasn't come back because the Bible says no man knows that. And so all of these signs are right in our face today. And if there's anything that I want to know, I want to know what time it is. I want to know that it's not time for me to fall asleep spiritually when it's concerning the things of God. If there's any a time for me to wake up to righteousness, to wake up to the things of God, now is the time to do it. I come to let God know I need you to wake me up this morning. I need you to wake me up and help me to understand what it is that you're doing, understand what it is that your word is saying so that I can comprehend your plan, and your will for my life. And so, Paul is telling us that in knowing the times, I believe that we need to know what time it is. I believe that we need to, to wake up and understand what time it is. You know, so many times people uh, put off living for God. They put off and say that, well, well you know, um, I'll try that some other time, or I'll try that when I get older. I'll try that when I'm, you know, I'm through living the way that I want to live. You know, I'll try that going to church thing once I have um, gotten to a place in my life where I think that I need it. You know, um, I'll try that next month. I'll try that uh, next week I'll come, or, or next year, or, uh, you know, or people think that they can decide when they're going to come to God. They think that they can decide when the time that they're going to come. But I need to know that I, it's, not, it's not time for me to put off the things of God. It's time for me to accept what God wants to do in my life more than ever. It is the right, Paul said it like this. He said, um, he said, now is the accepted time. So not next week, not next month, not next year, right this minute. Now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. So that means if there's ever a day that I'm going to be saved, now is the time to do it. If there's ever a time that I'm going to lay down some things, I'm going to repent of my sins, I'm going to turn away from those things, never to pick them up again, today is the day to do it. If there was ever a day that I'm going to get baptized in the name of Jesus so that Jesus can pardon and wash away Everything that I've done wrong, said wrong, seen wrong, today is the day to do it. If there's ever a time for me to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, now is the time for me to get those hands in the air, open up my mouth and say, have your way, Jesus. I'm done putting off what God wants to do in my life. I've come to the house of the Lord ready. Let Jesus know you can have your way in me this day, oh Lord, in my life, in my mind, in my heart. Have your way. I know what time it is. I know that I don't have as much time as I think I do. There are a lot of people that think they have a lot of time. And the truth be told, I need to know what the devil knows. 
Do you know that there are some things that the devil knows that we need to know too? The Bible says that when he was kicked out of heaven, the writer said, woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. And basically he said that he talked about all the things that the enemy would do because he knew that he only has a short time. And so a lot of us need to realize we don't have as much time as we think we're going to have. You know, we bank, a lot of people bank on another service. But it's important that when I come into the house of the Lord, that I make the best of this service. Because I'm not promised another one. I'm not promised that I'll make it back to evening service tonight. I'm not promised that I'll make it to Tuesday night service. I'm not promised that I'm going to make it to Thursday night prayer. I'm not promised that I'm going to make it the next Sunday morning. So in knowing the time and knowing that now is the accepted time. Today is the day of salvation. Right this minute. I can't rely on my youthfulness. I can't rely on the fact that I think that I'm going to have another service. Honey, I got to get those hands in the air while I'm in the house of the Lord right now. I got to lift up that voice while I'm in the house of the Lord right now. I can't be timid. I can't be afraid. I can't be concerned about who's in front of me, who's on the left side, who's on the right side. All I got to be concerned about is what Jesus is trying to do in my life right now. Right now. So I got to wake up. I got to wake up to some things. I got to wake up and understand what is happening. And what is going on. I got to wake up to what God is trying to do in my life. And what he wants to begin to establish in my life. You know there are a lot of people spiritually speaking. That they're drunken on the things of this life. They are spiritually asleep. And they are not. They are, their senses are not aware of what is going on. And what, what is going on, what the devil is doing in their lives. And most importantly, what God is trying to establish in their lives. There are a lot of people that are going through a whole lot of turmoil and heartache and pain. There are a lot of people that are abound by so many different things. And, and people fall into a state where they think, well, this is just how life is supposed to be. You know, I've seen it this way for all my years, and this is just how my life is supposed to be. And people don't understand that it's an enemy that wants you to think that that's how it's supposed to be. And that things aren't going to get any better in this life or in your life. But I want you to know that we need to wake up. We need to understand. We need to comprehend what God is trying to establish and doing our lives. Jesus is saying, your life doesn't have to be a wreck. Your life doesn't have to be full of turmoil. God is trying to pull us out of the chaos and out of the garbage. God is trying to wake us up and help us to see that, hey, I got a whole lot more better than what you're going through right now, than what you have right now. How many have come to grab a hold of what Jesus has for you this morning? 
I don't know about anybody else, but I'm tired of the heartache. I'm tired of the pain. I'm tired of the confusion. I'm tired of the misery. I come to run to the house of the Lord and grab a hold of the altar and ask God, change my life. I'm not letting go until there is a change that takes place inside of me. And so God is trying to wake people up. He's trying to make them aware of what he wants to do in their lives. If there's ever a time for me to awake to the things that are right, now is the time. Paul said it like this. He said, awake unto righteousness. In other words, wake up when it's concerning doing what is right. He said, awake to righteousness and sin not. I want to wake to what is right. I want to begin to do what is right. I want to grab a hold of God's word and I want to apply it to my life. There's a lot of people that they are asleep when it concerns the right thing, when it concerns the things of God, but they are wide awake when it concerns wickedness, when it concerns perversion, when it concerns things that only destroy their lives. Their senses are well aware of those things but when it comes down to spiritual things there are people they come into the house of the Lord and you know the spirit can be moving and but people will not feel it they will not comprehend it because spiritually speaking they are asleep spiritually speaking they are not awake to the things that God is doing and will be doing in a service like this I mean angels troubling the water i mean not being awake to the fact that jesus christ is in this place this morning how many believe that this morning do you believe what the word says where he said where two or three are gathered in my name there am i in the midst of them that means that the spirit of the almighty god is in this place this morning i want you to know that he didn't just show up for any old reason or because he ain't got nothing better to do god showed up because he knew that there would be a people that would show up this morning people that are full of turmoil people that got all kinds of trouble going on in the home people whose minds are troubling them and he's here to relieve that stress he's here to remove it. I need to awake to that. I need to wake up. I need to be able to feel what God is doing and what God is trying to do in my life, in my, in my family's life. I need to be able to discern that. So Paul said, knowing the time, that it's high time to awake out of sleep. This ain't the time for me to be spiritually asleep. This is the time for me to wake up. This is the time for me to comprehend and understand what God is trying to do in my life. You read in the, let's, uh, let's get Mark chapter 13, verse 25. Because... Mark chapter 13 and verse 
25. Let me make sure here. and 25 is that it and the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken let's get I'm sorry I'm telling you these glasses messing me up <laughs> verse 35 thank you alright there we go watch ye therefore for ye know not when the master of the house cometh so Jesus is telling us to watch. Watch. In order for you to watch, you got to be awake. You got to be aware of what's going on. Okay? So he said, watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master's, master of the house cometh. How many know who's the master of this house is? How many know that's Jesus? Okay? He said at evening or at midnight or at the cocking, at the cock crowing. Or in the morning, verse 35, 36. Lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. How many know that when he comes, it's going to be a sudden? How many know that you're not going to have some kind of warning? You're not going to have some kind of, listen, the warning signs are already going out. You know, what's going on in our world, those are our warning signs. What we're seeing happen in other nations, those are the signs of his coming. What is taking place in Israel and with Israel, all of these are signs. Those are your warning signs. And he says, so be watchful, for you don't know when the master of the house is coming. Lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want him to find me sleeping. And when I say sleeping, I'm not talking about you physically in your bed sleeping. I'm talking about when it concerns spiritual things and living for God and serving him wholeheartedly with all of your heart, mind, and soul. Honey, I can't allow this world to rock me to sleep. I got to make it up in my mind that I'm going to be awake to what is right. I'm going to wake up to what God is trying to do in my life. Lest he come back, lest he come suddenly, and he find me sleeping. Do you know that that just doesn't apply to the church as a whole? Do you know that God can come back for each and any one of us individually at any given time? And so if there's anything that I want to be aware of. I want to be aware of that. Jesus, he takes Peter, James, and John. They go into the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jesus goes. Now, this is a very important time. Um, this, this, is, this is an important time of the church as Jesus Christ is about to be taken by wicked hands. They're going to beat him they're going to spit upon him. They're going to crucify him. They're going to nail his hands, nail his feet. And this is a very crucial time. Um, now he, he is going, he feels the weight of all of that. I'm talking about the sins of the world. 
I'm talking about my sins, your sins. When you read that in that scripture and you read about how he prayed three times with fervently to the fact that the, the, the drops of sweat that fell off of his face was as the Bible says as the drops of blood. Understand that the weight, that agony, that, 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 that flesh did not want to go through it. It knew what was going to happen. Jesus was, yes, he was God and man. He was God and man at the same time. So the pain that you would feel, the same pain he felt. The stress that you feel when things weigh you down and is heavy on you and you don't know what to do. And how to get out of it, that's the same heaviness he felt. And it drove him to the garden as he began to pray. And so he tells them, let's pray. We, it's time for us to have a prayer meeting. This is a crucial time. And so he is praying. He is praying. He each and every time he gets control over that flesh. And he ends that prayer with, not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. And each time, each time he goes back, he finds them sleeping. He tells them, he talks about, he told them to be watchful and pray. Be aware. Don't, don't fall asleep. He said, could you not pray with me for an hour? For an hour. Could you not pray with me for an hour? And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people that are allowing the world. You know what? I'm going to tell you this. Because the Bible tells us why they fell asleep. The Bible says they fell asleep for sorrow. They were sorrowful as well. And they, and they allowed that sorrow to cause them to fall asleep. There are a lot of people that are allowing heartache and pain to cause them to just fall right asleep when it comes spiritually to the things of God when it comes to what God wants to do, as they don't see that there's any way out. And, because, and instead of relying on God and leaning on God in those times, more than anything, they're falling right to sleep. They're allowing the sorrow. They're allowing from the situations of, of the heartache and the pain, the agony. They're allowing all of that stuff. You know, the devil will use anything to cause people to just throw in the towel. He'll use any and everything. He doesn't care. He looks for opportunities. He looks for situations to cause people to fall asleep. There are people that are allowing the world to cause them to become dull to the things of God. Um, dull of hearing. You know, there are things, there are people that are allowing the devil to put that veil over their minds where they can't comprehend the things of God or the word of God. Where, where God can get inside of them and do something new in their life. What they are looking for, what they are desiring to have. God is trying to work in people's lives. And people are allowing this world, they're allowing an enemy to rock them to sleep. But I need to make it up in my mind that I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to let God wake me up. This is not the time for me to fall asleep when it concerns the things of, the God, of God. This is a time for me to be aware. 
This is the time. David said, enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Honey, I don't want to sleep the sleep of death. I need God to wake me up. I need God to make me aware of what's going on. I need God to make me aware of the fact that I don't have as much time as I think I have. And so if there's any time for me to live for God, now is the time for me to do it. I need to stop putting off that, oh, I'm going to let God have his way in my life. And I need to go ahead and start letting him have his way in my life. I need to go ahead and start obeying his word. I need God to wake me up. I need God to help me to understand that I don't have all the time that I think I have. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. He says, wherefore, he saith, awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. And so he's telling them, awake, wake up, thou that sleepest, arise from the dead. If there's anything that I want to, I want to wake up, and not only that, I want to arise out of some dead situations. I want to rise out of some dead things. There are people that they dwell in situations and, and they dwell in, 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 in environments that are just dead. And they think that they're going to find something in those situations, but the situations all are going to bring a, a, a spiritual death. Okay? It's all, that's that's going to be the result of living in this life. This life, this life does not give light. This life is full of darkness. This life is full of heartache. It is full of pain. And people go in, in, and dwell in this life and in the things of this life. And somehow they think that their lives are going to be better. But I got to do like Paul said to the church in Ephesus. He said, awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead. And you'll find out that when you do that, Christ shall give thee light. Honey, I want Christ to lighten the darkness in my life. I want the light. There is nothing better that has taken place in my life than when the glorious light of this gospel shined down in my life and gave me sense of direction. Honey, I was wandering in the darkness. I was causing heartache and pain to myself. I was like the, like the man that was wandering in tombs. I was cutting myself. I was hurting myself. But there was no greater day than when the glorious light of the gospel shined bright into my life. And I found out, you know what? You don't have to stay in this place of deadness. You don't have to stay in this situation, but you can arise. You can come out of it, and God will give you sense of direction. God will shine light into your life. That's the best thing that took place in my life. I don't know about anybody else. And so, I want to awake. I want to awake. The writer said, don't, don't sleep as we don't sleep as do others. There are those that are very well in a state of slumber. 
They're in a state of slumber. You'll find out that you'll find out that people are in a state of slumber because they have rejected God's word. They have rejected the truth. They are they have rejected this way of life, this way of living. And there are people that are very well in a state of slumber. And you know, I'm so thankful for the day that God brought me out of that. I'm thankful for the day that he woke me up. It's time for me to wake. It's time for us to wake up and understand the days that we're living in. See, the devil will cause you to believe, well, you got time. You know, go ahead and, and do whatever it is that you want to do. You know, God, that whole thing that Jesus is coming back, they've been saying that forever. And he ain't, can't, he ain't showed up yet. And Paul says, Paul is telling us that it is knowing the times. See, people that know the times, they know it's not time to sleep. They know that it's not time to play around. They know that it's not time to juke and jive. They know it's not time to flirt with the world. They know, they know the times. They're seeing all of the signs around them. They know it. He said, knowing the times, it is high time to awake out of sleep. He said, for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. That means it's a whole lot closer than when we first believed. It's a whole lot closer than when I first believed the word of God, than when I first got in the church. It's a whole lot closer. It's not time for me to fall away. It's not time for me to fall asleep. It's time for me to wake up. It's time for me to arise out of, out of, from the, the, the dead situations. It's time for me to wake out of sleep. You know, the Bible tells us, it talks about in the book of Proverbs, it talks about the individual that loves sleep. He said, talked about how that their poverty, poverty would come. There are a lot of people that when it comes down to it, when it's all said and done, when they enter into that spiritual world, they are going to find themselves in a, a very low state, a bad situation because they loved sleep. They loved slumbering. They loved the things that this world offered more than what God was offering more than what God was trying to provide, more than what God was trying to establish in their lives. I want to love the things of God this morning. I want to make it up in my mind that wake me up, Jesus. I need you to wake me up. Help me to, help me to be able to feel. I know the devil may have caused my senses to become dull to what is going on around me where I am now accepting things that are not um, in line with God's word, but I need you to wake me up. I need you to be able to help me to be able to feel and understand that this world is wicked and that there is a devil that is trying to drag my soul into hell, trying to drag my children's soul into hell. Help me to wake up. Help me to understand the times that we're living in. Help me to get that. Help me to comprehend it. Help me to understand that. Let us stand this morning in the house of the Lord.
And so, it's amazing. People that can discern so many things, that know and understand so many things. There are those that have such great understanding to the things of this life and concerning this life. But when it comes down to knowing this book and knowing the times that we're living in and understanding that there is a devil that is very well. I know there are people, when you hear that, people, oh, that's so, you know, there's no devil. And people think that, people think that the thoughts that they have in their mind, they're, they're just their thoughts. But I'm going to tell you, that there's a devil that is speaking to your heart. It's causing you to think that way. It's causing you to feel that way concerning the things of God. And people, people just put it off. Oh, well, it's just thoughts that I'm having. It's not just thoughts that you're having. There is an enemy that wants to destroy your soul. And the devil loves. He loves the fact that the world are just so consumed by whatever it is. They're awake to the things of this life. But when it comes down to spiritual things, they are completely asleep. They're in a state of slumber when it concerns the things of this life, when it concerns spiritual things. And so the devil loves that. He loves that. He wants each and every one of us to fall into a state of slumber where, where we're not so much concerned about, you know, what does it take for me to make it to heaven? What does the Bible say about that? And you'll find out that people don't sit down and take time to consider or even to think about what the word of God says. As they're always on the go, always on the go, from one thing to the next, from one, from one entertainment to the next, from one adventure to the next, from one, from one thing that, that pleases the flesh to the next. And they don't sit down and really give thought. When I die, where, where will I go? Because, spiritually speaking, they're asleep. Spiritually speaking, they're asleep. That, those things on, the, on, on their mind, they're not concerned about those things. They're concerned about making it big. Concerned about money. Concerned about possessions and things. of This life, that I'm going to tell you, when you die, you can't, I can't take it with me. I can't take not one dime with me. I'm not going to take one car with me. That house is not going with me. It's not going. Jesus taught a parable. Well, he, he taught an account. And he was standing around and he was talking to a crowd. And he, you know Jesus, he's teaching. He's trying to instill something in people's lives. And there were one that, that was in the crowd. He said, Lord, he said, make my brother divide the inheritance with me. 
And it's amazing that people think that God is so concerned about the things that they're concerned about. And you're going to find out in a lot of things that we're concerned about, Jesus is really not concerned about those things. And he said, who am I to, to be a judge between you and, and your brother? Who, who am I to, 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 do, to do that? And then he went on and he taught about covetousness. And the Bible says that there was an individual, his ground was fruitful. It brought forth much. And so this guy, he got to a point where he didn't have no more room to, to store his stuff. And he said, you know what? We're going to tear this down, and we're going to make it a little bit bigger. And so he did it. And when, he was all said, when it was all said and done, the Bible says that he propped up his feet, and he said, so take thine eats. You got enough? A lifetime. You, you got everything that you could possibly need. I'm going to tell you, he was in a state of slumber because he wasn't concerned about what was most important. And that was his soul. And the voice came to him, thou fool. Do you realize that God called him a fool? God called him a fool. It's foolish to be so consumed and concerned about this temporal life and not even take one thought of where I'm going to spend the rest of eternity. It's a foolish thing. And the Bible says that the voice God said to him, this night thy soul is required of thee. This night you're, you're, you are leaving this temporal world and you are from the inner into spiritual world where you can't take all of your possessions with you. And Jesus said, this is the individual. I'm going to tell you when it's all said and done, it's important that I'm rich towards God. That I'm rich concerning the things of God. I may not be rich in this life. I may never get that million dollars. I may never get it. You'll find out there are people that are killing themselves. Running themselves ragged. To try to stock up. Stock up in a life that you can be taken out of just like that. Just like that. He said, this is the individual that basically is not rich towards God. Didn't, wasn't concerned. When it, was, when, it was, when it was all about this temporal world, he was awake. He was aware. Since he was aware, he was, he was all for it. But when it came down to ensuring that his soul ended up in the right place, he was slumber. He was in a state of slumber. If there's anything that I want to be awake, I want to wake up to what God is trying to do in my life. God is trying to save people. God is trying to save each and every person here. God is trying to save your children. 
God is trying to save people's marriage. God is trying to do great things in people's lives. But you'll find out that a lot of times people disregard it because they're spiritually asleep to what God is trying to do in their lives and what God wants to do. Each and every time I come into the house of the Lord, I need to be aware of what God is wanting to do. God wants to fill people with the Holy Ghost. God wants to fill me with the Holy Ghost. God wants to fill my children with the Holy Ghost. God wants to save us. I need to wake up. I need, to, I need my senses to be awakened to what God is doing and what God is trying to do. I need to know the times that I'm living in, and I need to know that I don't have as much time as I think I do. I don't have time to play around. I don't have time to juke and jive. I don't have time to do that. It's time. And knowing the time, it is time to awake out of sleep. It's time for me to awake to righteousness and do what is right, not based on what Brother Lewis thinks, but based on what the Word of God says. I want to awake this morning. I want to wake up. God, wake me up. Wake me out of sleep. Help me, God, to understand. Lest I lose out on eternity, help me to wake up. Help me to understand what you're trying to do in my life. Help me to understand what you're trying to do in my life. Let's lift up our hands and lift up our voice here this morning. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. I, I know God has spoken to somebody's heart this morning. I'm sure that man thought he had forever. He had a whole lot of time to, to enjoy all of his, his good treasures and everything in this life but just like that that voice came to him and said tonight is thy soul required of thee God let that not be me let it not be that I was so awakened and aroused when it concerned the things of this life when it concerned perversion, when it concerned wickedness, when it concerned, and when it came down to spiritual things, the things that would save me, things that would deliver, the things that would ensure that I would make it to heaven, I was asleep to. Help me, Lord, to be aroused to righteousness and holiness and godliness. Help me to wake up when it concerns what you're trying to do in my life. It concerns your word, when it concerns your kingdom. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on, are we awake this morning? Are we awake this morning? Do we know what God is, what he drew us here for this morning? It's him that draws us here. We don't make it, that decision on our own. You know, just how the devil will put thoughts in your mind, God puts thoughts in your mind. Read that Bible. That's God speaking to you. Huh? Come into my house. Lift up your hands and lift up your voice. That's God speaking to your heart. Somebody wake up. Wake me up to what you're doing, Jesus, and what you're trying to do in my life. Come on, somebody. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Call upon the name of the Lord this morning. This altar is open. Come down with your heart. Lift it with your hands. Calling upon the name of the Lord. God, help me, Jesus, not to be so concerned 
not so consumed by this life that when it comes down to spiritual things, I'm in a state of slumber. When it comes down to what you're trying to do in my life, that I'm in a state of slumber. Wake me up, Jesus, to what you're trying to do. Wake me up to what you want to do in my life. Help me, Lord, to receive what you're trying to do. Help me, Lord, to accept it, to apply it to my life. To Come on, this altar is open. Don't be afraid. Come now with your heart lifted with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. I want to make the best of this opportunity while I have it. I want to let Jesus know I'm surrendering to your will.